Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. We Guten made it to something. <laughs> Guten ten. We made it to ten. Oh, Guten ten. <laughs> yes. Like Ben Ten's German cousin. <laughs> Jawohl. This just makes me want to have a bunch of sausages. Schnitzel for everybody. But obviously veggie ones. Yay. <laughs> How's it going down south? Oh, it's hot as balls down here, dude. Oh, my God. Seriously? I'm freezing. I have so many layers on right now. Yeah. Well, if you could see all the different colors that I am from the different tans that I have, <laughs> it's very interesting. So, how's your fur baby? Oh, my fur baby? Oh, I don't talk about my fur baby on podcast. JK, LOL. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We already talked about it in the hair episode. My other fur baby is doing really well. <laughs> Sherlock is having the time of his life. It's, I mean, he's really sweaty all the time. And mm. by sweaty, I mean just panting everywhere, like drooling Aww, from the heat. Baby. And his paws get burnt when I walk him outside because it's that Actually? hot. Oh, yeah. wow. The other day, Yikes. I didn't realize until I saw him like doing this little dance. I was like, what are you? Oh. And so I had to pick him up. Cause oh, no. You have to get hot. him those little booties. Yeah. Little or I just don't walk him for, you know, the peak hours. Oh, right. Um, yeah, that's true. But no, I should also just get him booties. That'd be cute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love watching the dogs when they first go in them, like kind of tentatively mm -hmm. put their paws <laughs> and then they almost look like yes. they're going to trip over each other. Exactly. How's your fur baby? He's currently napping, his favorite activity, next to playing with new bird toys. <laughs> <laughs> like a live, once alive bird toys or? Mm, good question. I don't think they are real feathers. Okay. They have been dyed very colorful. These Bundefarbe, as they say in German. Um, ah, do they? Do they say do that in German? <laughs> I, I don't, that wasn't a German accent. I don't know. The Vogels have the Bundefarbe. <laughs> 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 He's okay, you know. He has a bit of an allergy problem that we're trying to figure out. But oh, God. other than He's that... Like like medically insensitive cat <laughs> or too sensitive rather That's, i mean it wasn't i said insensitive but it should have just been sensitive <laughs> all right so your fur baby is sensitive as shit my fur baby is indifferent to most everybody and we asked you guys our lovely uh luxurious our lovely listeners we're just gonna leave it easy our lovely listeners we asked you about your fur babies some of you have them some of you did have them so you let us know what is the best and the worst thing about your pets. So I'm going to read the aliases if we've been given one. Also the names and what they told us. Cool. Dave Gentile told us that a hundred pound dog equals human sized shit. <laughs> I'm assuming that's the worst thing. <laughs> and then they write, but I've trained him to shit mostly on sewer drains. Oh I'm assuming that's the best Dave. thing. Unless you're really into human sized garbage. Um, all right. Avery's cousin Rachel says our puppy licks everything including all the lower ornaments on the Christmas tree every time she walks by so she's a cat right uh-huh but it's a puppy puppy cat cat puppy a cuppy <laughs> a pat <laughs> um Matt said they are allergic to pets oh womp 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 that is a bummer that yeah. sucks yeah sorry Matt um Let's see, Jennifer Garner. Ooh, we have a celebrity joining us. I should have put my blush on. Oh, wait, comes naturally. <laughs> so Jennifer Garner said the best thing about her fur baby is that she's toilet trained. The worst thing is that she's human. <laughs> Jennifer oh. Garner, what the fuck is going on at your house? Um, Ew, I just picture those mutant creatures from Hunger Games, the hybrid animal people. Things. Ding, ding, ding. Gia doesn't get a movie thing. Oh, what? <laughs> that, I mean, it was a book first. Yes, yeah, still didn't see it. 
Nope. <laughs> you didn't see the book? No. <laughs> I don't even know what it looks like. Okay. All right. John Servia said the best thing about his fur baby is the morning cuddle routine with lots of love and affection. However, the worst thing is cat litter in the bed, along with any garbage that this cat deems worthy as a toy. Yeah, I feel that. That's true. A Kleenex box will actually please Sycamore more than a cat puzzle that I bought specifically for him. There's um this grocery shopping app that, you know, like you order your groceries, someone brings it to you down here. And they have these bags that came out around Christmas time, these paper bags that the groceries get delivered in that says, congratulations, you just bought your cat a new toy. And then in parentheses, it says this bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true, <laughs> right? All right, alias is what they put. Alias uh, says the worst thing about their cat is they scratch new rugs, but the best feeling is the love when they choose you. Oh, where is the love? The love, the love. Yeah. Anybody? Uh-huh. Nope. All right, no, I, I'll find my it. chorus later. I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders as I'm getting older, y'all. People get colder. Surprise. Okay, next is Karen fucking Moy. That's who, verbatim. Uh, best and worst thing, the fact that they need you and the fact that they need you. Oh, that's deep, Karen. That's so deep. Snaps for Karen. Thinker. That's a thinker. All right, we got anonymous mom. Anonymous. <laughs> okay, uh, hairballs and grinding teeth are the worst. What? <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, I mean, I grind my teeth. Do grind their teeth? Uh, not audibly. Okay, so foot warmers and snugglers are the beat best. I assume they meant. <laughs> Feet are the beat. <laughs> oh my god! All right, this next person, shout out to this alias because like it really hits home, and I appreciate it. It's double GTFO. Um, <laughs> the best thing is the legitimate mental support my cat provides. She wow. improves my mood, knows when I'm depressed, and tries to help. Worst thing is early mornings. Always mm. with the 4 a.m. meowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just trying to improve your mood at 4 a.m. <laughs> I don't think anything can be improved after REM sleep. Like, where is there to go after that? <laughs> that is the peak. Sure. I gave up on wet foods, so he doesn't do that to me anymore. But we might be going back. Oh, I didn't realize it was a wet-dry situation. <laughs> <laughs> just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we all know where you were going with that. It's okay. No, you don't. (laughs) All right. And the wonderful Natalie H. said that she doesn't have a pet now. But before, the best thing was that they are a cuddle buddy. And the worst thing is they threw up inside her shoes twice. Ah, I hope not consecutively. Yeah, right? You clean your shoe and it's like, (laughs) oh, JK. (laughs) (laughs) I smell vomit. (laughs) Must go there. (laughs) Right. Marking my territory in vomit. The vom spot. All right, so Avery, for those who don't know, I should have like preceded all of this with the definition of what a fur baby is for those of our listeners who may not know. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Qu'est-ce que c'est Brioche. That's the extent of my French. All right. Fur baby is a term one refers to their pet if it contains hair or fur. I have to leave work because my fur baby needs a walk. So also known as hairy grandchildren, fur babies are our pets that have hair or fur. So Sycamore counts, Sherlock counts. Yeah. So it's funny how we have now become so accustomed to saying fur baby, how it just enters into our lexicon, like no Mm. big deal. And since... We're on the topic of 
potentially weird slang terms. Slang. I got a few from the the Brits and what they Ooh, say and how they Brits. think they're so cool. Or as some of them might say, I'm not naff. <laughs> if any Brit out there is listening and actually says that, please let us know. That's the correct way to use that word. Is Avery using it correctly? I have my doubts. <laughs> and here are a couple of others. Kip. A kip. Which means a short power nap. Yeah, I'm going to take a kip. Naff, which apparently means something a bit uncool. Okay. Um, yeah. And give give it a welly kip. So welly means to give it a really good go. So I think maybe that was repetitive the way I said it. <laughs> give it a welly kip. But isn't kip a nap? So are we having a good nap? I'm confused. Yeah, man. Well, why <laughs> would you have a bad nap? You might have a bad nap. People have like, bad naps. Not every nap is perfect. This is true. This is true. You got to time it right. It's got to be like 22 minutes. I think that's the perfect time. But I'm not trying to flog the kip. Oh, God. I'm confused now. I know. Apparently, flog means to sell something. So you're selling. So then flogging Molly is like selling Molly? No, I think that's Irish, isn't that? Oh, shit. So Irish is completely different. You know, you know. You're right. Don't don't get them confused. (laughs) You'll hear about it. Um, I'm sure we'll get comments about it. Yeah. But sorry if this is causing you to honk. I promise this is all worth it. I really do. I promise that you'll see how this ties in very soon. I hope. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm having too much fun. (laughs) Too much fun with this. Keep honking. No, please. Oh, no. Don't honk because that's (laughs) what I did New Year's Day and I don't want to do that ever again. Oh, is honking like tossing your cookies, as my mom says? Being violently sick. But yes, thank you for bringing in another term so the next one i was gonna do is um test your knowledge on some spanish slang terms hit me with this quiz es un quizo that's not that's not it spanish Uh (laughs) that's not it okay ser un trozo de pan ser un trozo de pan um well literally it means to be a piece of bread Mm. but I think it means to be like a good person, like to be like someone really... Ding, ding, ding! Hey. Yeah, so that seems like it was esta chupado. Uh, I'm going to say that that's uh, Espanol Espanol from Spain, and I have no fucking clue. Does it mean like easy? Yes. Look at you. On a roll. Context clues. From chupar means to suck, <laughs> doesn't it? Yes, it does. So <laughs> does that literally just translate... Being sucking, sucked. Estupado. <laughs> it, it has to be an adjective, I think. It means it was like easily, like sucked easily. Like if you like <laughs> something, it's easy. I don't know where this is going. What's the next word? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> next time I greet you, I'm going to be like, oh, hey, tío, como estas? Is that the slang? Because tío. That's, a, that's not a slang word. It can be. Uh, I mean, okay. It's slang for someone that's like, okay, it literally means your uncle, but Mm -hmm. it could Mm -hmm. also be someone that's like a family friend or just like a friend that's a dude. You could say tia for like a friend that's a girl. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Come on. These were easy. Easy peasy lemme squeezy. Let's move on to Italiano. Ah, dai. What's the version of that in Italian, basically? Tio. Yeah. Vets is from Bologna. Shout out to Bologna. Um, Hey. Zio. No. Well, Frate. I mean, the fuck? <laughs> it means monk. So it's also short for fratello. 
Yes. No, I, I mean, I know that, but I've never heard any Italian But it's the Italian equivalent of bro. I don't know. This dude who put together this list probably no, heard it, it once. Like a... <laughs> it's like, oh, that means bro. Well, it depends on what part of Italy, right? So maybe right. it's like Rome and South. Mm, yeah. Because like in right. Napoli, for example, they say guaglion. Hey, guaglion. Mm. And that's like slang for like bro. If you so can't how... see her, which you can't, she's doing the stereotypical Italian the gesture. <laughs> okay, one more, one more, one more. Ready? One more. Yeah. Un botto. Un botto. Mm. That means a lot. Oh, look at you. Me gusto. Te me gusto. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> me gusto. No, it'd be like tu, tu me gusto un botto. I just mixed both languages. Yeah, I was like, that's not. <laughs> mi piace un botto. Me piace. That means you. I like you a lot. Me piace. Mm-hmm. Me, me. Oh, chi, 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 chi. chi. Yeah. I, I, I'm getting some good chi from this. Actually, be me piace. Sorry. I mixed up Spanish there, too. So given all of these quizzes and the introduction of British slang to JTT, I wanted to delve into why people of different cultures, different regions have these terms and phrases, i.e. what is slang? Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure the dogs want to know. Or should I say fur baby? <laughs> so I looked it up and D.W. Maurer, professor of linguistics at the University of Louisville, Kentucky, had a few things to say. So slang is the unconventional words or phrases that express either something new or something old in a new way. It is flippant, irreverent, indecorous. It may be indecent or obscene. Its colorful metaphors are generally directed at respectability, and it is this succinct, sometimes witty, frequently impertinent social criticism that gives slang its characteristic flavor. Slang, then, includes not just words, but words used in a special way or in a certain social context. The first time slang, the word slang, appeared was in 1800, around 1800, in London. And it was, <laughs> it was aimed at the speech of disreputable and criminal classes. Ooh, so, yeah, baby. Yeah, so the highbrow people were not into it. Let's get lowbrow. Mm. Especially women. Like men, even of higher classes, could get all slangified in the brothels and the pool halls. Of course. Right. They had all the fun. They still do, if I'm serious, if yeah, I'm right? honest. But here's what I thought was kind of interesting, and I'm probably going to butcher this a bit, but according to DW... You're on a first-name basis now. You know, that's slang for deaf wank (laughs) 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 all right so uh, slang derived (laughs) 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 so slang so what i thought was kind of interesting according to dw my bestie slang is derived in part from the religion of animism which is this belief that objects like everything in the living world has some sort of spiritual entity behind it and so i think the way that humans can control or influence their way on those said objects is that they use language they use words and -hmm. in this case it would be a metaphor it helps distill that idea into like a little nugget but also the other origin of slang is from conflict and so conflict in values 
between two groups, right? So there's the dominant group, and then there's all these subdivisions within society. And mm-hmm. it's usually the subdivisions that create slang terms, and not necessarily new words. Like they might take a word, say, for example, fuzz, and then that applies then to the police, right? Okay. So what I came across was like a lot of slang came from professional criminals who migrated <laughs> to the new world um, around the 16th century. Whoa, that's so early. Yeah, them and, um, you know, narcotics addicts because, like, the word uptight was used mm-hmm. by narcotic addicts to mean, like, you're in withdrawal. And then that was then propelled into mainstream speech by the media. Damn. Wow. Well, it also goes to show how something that comes from a marginalized community gets then taken and used for mainstream use and people are still very biased against that marginalized community but are happy to take their words yeah right what's yours is mine bitch Mm -hmm. (laughs) but what's mine is not yours (laughs) (laughs) and um the way that it can get propelled other than media taking it or you know appropriation when one individual applies that new language it has to be met with like welcoming arms right like it can't be gretchen wiener from mean girls being like fetch and then nobody accepts it so it doesn't catch on Stop trying to make fetch happen. Pretty much. And then obviously slang has to be effective in order to survive. And so a Mm. couple of words that survived from ye old olden times, which is redundant, (laughs) ye olden times. (laughs) Ye old old times. Bones, meaning dice, came from Chaucer. Beat it means run away from Shakespeare. Uh And duds for clothes and booze for liquor from Decker. Oh, yeah. Very nice. I'm glad it survived. Where would we be without booze? In a very bad place, some of us. <laughs> Slash not as sick as I was on New Year's Day. But we won't <laughs> bring that up again. <laughs> we'll let the people forget momentarily. <laughs> so Gia, based on all that, like, what do you think in the new year is going to be <clears throat> effective in order to survive? So I uh, went into the deep, dark recesses of the internet and found a Reader's Digest article for those of you who don't know what Reader's Digest is. <laughs> the Gen Zers. <laughs> anyone that's like our generation or younger or not mm. from the United States. Mm. Uh, Reader's Digest was this little magazine that they would sell. And it was for parents, essentially. Like people that are parent aged. It had a lot of corny jokes. It had like medical advice, retirement advice, investment <laughs> advice. And in fact, the introduction to this article which is titled 23 New Slang Words You'll Be Hearing More Of in 2020. Yolt is the new yeet. (laughs) That sounds like fucking British slang. And then it says, can you hang? Want to up your cool factor? Be a hipster? Understand the youths? What? (laughs) Become a venture capitalist or just sound like one? (laughs) Wait, who wants to be a venture capitalist? Or who wants to sound like one and not be one? Like, what? Better question. All right. So I'm going to I'm gonna throw some of these out here. We got a sounds like a you problem. All right. You got that one? Rude. She's snapping. <laughs> Usually if someone snaps, it means that they like have lost their cool and, you know. But these days, however, the article <laughs> says, if someone tells you you're snapping, it's actually a compliment, meaning that you look really well put together. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, spilling the tea. That's mm. a pretty popular one. We used to spill beans, now we spill tea. Straight fire. 
That seems like a lot of words to just say it's lit. It means that you're absolutely a sexy beast. <laughs> and you should keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Wait, so are you a fire or are you just No, it means you're straight fire. Oh. All and you got it's right. not a hard R, it's a yeah. It's a fire with the, like a schwa at the end. Fire. A schwa. <laughs> a schwa. It's the British R since they don't pronounce it. Like mm. computer. Mm, got it, got it, got it. All right, big yikes. Big yikes. Like, uh-oh. When yikes isn't enough to describe an unfortunate, embarrassing, or weird situation, you can pull out the big yikes. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that for me. <laughs> um, cringy. Cringy's another one. Yeah, but that's old. Uh, apparently, cringy? no, calling someone cringy. Oh, someone. Okay. Yeah, saying you're yeah. cringy. When yeah. someone does something that embarrasses you or embarrasses themselves. I'm going to say that's more of a recall, but all right, all right. What goes around comes around. Right. Everything's in fashion at one point. Again, I don't know. All right. Uh, that's a choice when you want to acknowledge someone's decision while still being mildly disapproving. For example, oh, you mixed how many alcohols? That's a choice. <laughs> oh, I'm well aware I made that choice and I hope to never make it again. Okay, this one I'm really bad at because I don't actually know what it sounds like, but it's associated with the visco girls the vsco oh the little like um the hair tie scrunchy uh-huh it's a new way of saying something is funny by signifying laughter and this person writes it may sound like snakes trapped in a paper bag but and now i just say it and all i can think of is snakes in a bag ew gross if it weren't so absurd i'd be grossed out like looking behind my back All right, the next one is period with the T at the end. <laughs> it's final. I've proved my point. That's what it means. If someone sends you period, that's it. Okay. Conversation is done. Why can't this... they just say big period? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the uh, sanitary pad conspiracy. <laughs> you heard of big pharma. Have you heard of big period? <laughs> Touche. Yes. All right, this one I don't know of. Um, take it to the house. This Just is a sports like, one, which is obviously why I don't know it. Oh, sports. It encourages your team, your favorite team, to play hard and score big. Oh, like that home. Take okay, it to the course. <laughs> That's not <laughs> You just appropriated this slang term for your own means. <laughs> no, they appropriated it from Justin Timberlake, please. Oh, and he probably appropriated it from somebody else. I'm sure he did. Then goes the next around, one... comes around. Wait, how's it go again? What goes around comes around. Round comes goes around, around goes comes around, around goes around, around. around. Please don't sue us, Justin Timberlake. It's not like a copyright infringement. It's fine. <laughs> Jennifer Garner will support us. She's That's our... true. Jay Garn, what up? <laughs> We've garnered her support. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. All right. The next one is mood, which is a play on mood. M E W D. M E W D. Okay, that just sounds like it's a cat goes, who's tired. The person goes, This year, because nothing can be simple, we've upped the ante by adding a misspelling to it. <laughs> it's the same slang, just somehow cooler? Question mark. <laughs> Usually, when things are misspelled, that's true. It's automatically cool. I don't get it, but. That's been the lore. Oh, I guess so. Them's the rules. Rules R O O L Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, you have heard of saying oof when you like, you know, something goes wrong, like oof. Well, we also now have big oof. 
big. Oh, we're, we're back to big. Okay. We're back to big now. Okay. We've also got the D list, uh, which is like the A list or the B list or the C list, but it's even lower. Who knew? It's someone below reality TV stars. They are famous on Instagram or YouTube, and they're just known for being influencers of something. So they are on the D list. So the next one is a choosy beggar, which I'm like, why? There already exists something that says this exact same thing. Why did we make it a slang? It's not a slang. But okay. A choosy beggar comes from beggars can't be choosers. Does it now? <clears throat> surprise, surprise. Uh, if someone is like, can you give me that for free? And then they're like, do you want you know the clothes off my back as well? Yeah. So uh, those are those choosy beggars. <laughs> I don't know. That was weird. All right. A, a purity spiral. This one I like. I've never heard it before until today, but I'm going to use it. It happens when a bunch of well-meaning people try to out-virtue, quote-unquote, each other to prove what a good person they are. Mm. Eventually, it turns into the worst kind of echo chamber where only the most extreme views are rewarded and anyone who tries to disagree is attacked. So this is a purity spiral. Thank you. Also, it happens when there's a whirlpool and some really hardcore Christians go fall down it. No, that's all right. <laughs> okay, the next one is BTO. Beat that out. That's good advice. I would give that to many of my friends, but no. It stands for bathroom time off. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that's it's the breaks you take during your work day to go to the bathroom. And instead of doing bathroom stuff, you're just surfing the web, playing Candy Crush, sexting, or otherwise chilling on the porcelain throne and avoiding your responsibilities. The Wiz Palace. Woo! Oh, Leslie. Zoomers. Zoomers is the slang. Yeah, so well, we all saw that Z. coming. All right. Well, this person just wanted to put it there because they said, oh, everyone's saying, okay, boomers. So now we can refer to them as the Zoomers. Right. <laughs> this next one in the era of pandemic, I think was a hit. I'd never heard it before, but I definitely understand where it came from. If you are heart horny, it means you're craving something more than just Tinder hookups. Aww. You're not just looking for sex, but you desire a real romantic connection. Mm, it's like a big crush. Yeah. I'm just going to sweep through all of these and put big in front of them. <laughs> big heart horny. <laughs> I like that, though. Heart horny. I might get on board with that one. I mean, they should have been popular in 2020. So I think ah. so apparently we missed it. I think COVID killed some slang as well. So the next one is spun. Out. Not. Uh, actually, it means to be high mm. on marijuana mm. or other illicit substances. Like I'm spun? Yeah, that girl is spun. Mm. The next one is uh, very easy. It's good vibes only, which we definitely heard a lot of <laughs> pandemic times. It'd be yep. funny if it were bad vibes only. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this has roots from the 70s, from the 1970s. So it's like a vintage slang. Oh, yeah. Duh, yeah. I mean, a bunch of them were spun and saying, good vibes only, dude. So the next one is, it's clipped, which I hadn't heard before. It's clipped. clipped. As in something that's like cut with shears. Um, so mean some, if something is clipped... <laughs> It means that a situation or event is totally over. Oh. With no hope of redemption. The end. But not canceled. No, it's different than canceled. Is it just like period? Because this is with a situation a or event, not a person. All right. Get it straight. Don't get it twisted. Is is this conversation clipped? No, we're still going. You're not canceled yet, BB. Don't worry. 
<laughs> I don't feel naff. Oh, yeah. All I'm right. going to make it happen. Yeah. Keep trying to make it happen. All right. The next one we've all heard. Weird flex, but okay. Your British slang, weird flex, but okay. I own it. All right. The next one, the example that they use, and this is the last one, so it's great. This is why I love it. Everything you commented about climate change is wrong. You uneducated potato. <laughs> Apparently, potato is a slang word now, my friends. What does it just mean? Kind of a, a like a dumb head? So, yeah, if you call someone a potato, it says, and I think you would appreciate this. Potatoes are delicious, but make no mistake. If someone calls you this, you're anything but tasty. <laughs> Calling someone a potato means they're too dumb to be sentient while also being incredibly boring. I However, can see that. You can also reclaim the word potato. Calling yourself a potato means you think you are unattractive and your body is shameless and lumpy. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to appropriate the shit out of that. Taking it back. I'm taking the potato back. Yeah. Let's uh, let's reclaim the potato. Totes, tots for life. So this was published on March 12th of 2020, right before shit got really fucking crazy. I'd like to know from listeners, if y'all uh, hit us up, what slang do you think started because of the pandemic did uh getting the rona really uh change our <laughs> slang but also just a plug um next episode we will be reading your responses to what you think our urban dictionary entry for just the tits is so that means that you still have some time to go in and throw down a response about throw down throw down if you could create an urban dictionary entry for just the tits or in general, when you hear that phrase, what would it be? So check out the questionnaire. If you need the link, you can hit up Avery or me. I did it. <laughs> or you can go to sites.google.com slash view slash JTT podcast. And there's a whole page dedicated to the questionnaire. Ready? Okay. Ready, Freddy. I think it'll be pretty easy, this one. You say that every time, and yet... <laughs> so... This one, you have to, I have to say it in this annoying voice because, and this is a clue, the character says it in annoying voice. Uh-huh. Little big, little big, I don't know, we shall find out. Little big? Mm-hmm. Little big, I don't know, we shall find out. Is it that, that guy, Christopher? It's no. a woman. It's a woman, oh shit. A female oh. character. It's uh, from a rom-com uh, with kate hudson matthew mcconaughey oh is it how to lose a guy in 10 days yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah when the she's, only one i know with them so uh when she's trying to repel him in the apartment and he is i don't know he's oh, just like he's trying to find his penis <laughs> yeah and she names it princess sophia yes oh my god <laughs> and she's about to go down on him and she's like little big little big i don't know <laughs> we should find out <laughs> I'm a love fern. That's all I remember yeah. about that movie. You killed love our fern. love fern. <laughs> yep. That movie had its moments, I will say. Yeah. It was a little cringy. but It uh, was a little cringy. But, but it's not clip. Big yikes. Big, big oof. Not medium-sized oof. I'll give it a medium oof. Now I'm never going to say oof again. I feel like it's been taken from me. No, you you take it back. You mm. tug a war with that oof. Ownership over the oof. Yes. I own that own oof. oof. Be the oof. You are the oof. <laughs> yeah? You want to own the oof? <laughs> now, now it does sound vaguely like a sexual innuendo a little bit a little bit yeah i mean after you just talked about you know big or small big or small <laughs> yeah is it a big oof or a little oof i don't know we shall find out <laughs> <laughs>
And thanks to Comice Johnson for her wonderful illustration of our tits. Just kidding. Of our faces. And Gabrielle Beasley for her lovely, lovely intro and outro ukulele music. It's okay. We'll fix it in post. I like this we that you're using. <laughs> the royal we. For you are the queen of fixing it in post. Oh! I did it. <laughs> fix it in post. Fix okay. it in post. Do, do, do.